0: The following program is brought to you in Living Color on NBC.
1: Hey, where y'all
0: at? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
1: Would you be interested in hearing a radio show? You are absolutely atrocious. Come on, man. At least listen to what I have to say.
2: There is one person in charge of every office in America, and that person is Charles Darwin. We need to evolve into dudes who score. It naturally follows that if we can significantly reduce the inappropriate use of equipment, you should, like, copy your butt. we will Stop. also Don't significantly run. reduce the number of accidents.
1: And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language
2: and make company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most poppies in this room. Rose! Come on, I
1: love you, Rose. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now guess me, Xavier!
2: Okay, big, huge news to start the show today. We are officially now proud new members of both the Pigskin Podcast Network and the Hockey Podcast Network. What that means is there is going to be a lot more distribution available for this show, and it's going to be a lot easier for you to find from now on. And we are delighted to be with a bunch of shows that cover the NHL and the NFL, uh, every team, every day, every place, and... Since we are and by the way, thank you both to Lake Lewis, our good friend SportsJourney.com who helped facilitate this, as well as Brandon and Isha and everybody at Amaze Media Labs for making this happen. We are thrilled to be part of the organization and it's gonna mean some really great stuff coming up here uh, in the next in the next few months. Uh, Also, since we are a member of the Pigskin Podcast Network, uh, we have to tell you about this because we have a major new sponsor, and that is DraftKings. And thank you to DraftKings for being our sponsor and to let you know that the NFL is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players just like you a can't-miss offer for Week 1. bet. Just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive 200 bucks in free bets instantly. Doesn't matter if you win your bet, lose your bet, push. Doesn't matter. You get $200 in free bets. Think about that. You can parlay that into who knows how many thousands of dollars. It, you have the chance to do it with that. Take advantage of this limited time offer, though, right now. And you heard right. DraftKings giving all new players... in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game. You know I'm going to be doing it week one. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Check out all the great promotions and daily odds boasts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same game parlays. And that's where you win the real cheesecake. It's on the parlays, folks. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code. This is very important. You want those two hundred dollars in free bets? Use the promo code code THPN to receive the two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a one dollar bet on any Week One game. That's promo code THPN. You get your free two hundred dollars in free bets instantly, but for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook and official. Sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply to so DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And with that, we say welcome to the show, boys and girls. It is going to be a good one. We are excited. And we are just, what, less than three weeks now away from week one against the Chargers. It's showtime. Let's kick some ass. Big news on that front today. We have learned officially, courtesy of our good friend Michael Phillips, that our guy, the hype train, is has left the station and the momentum is real. But our guy, friend of the show, Spiro Ditas of CBS Sports and his new partner Jay Feely, going to be at FedEx for week one against the Chargers. How about that? I am excited. Hey, now. Gonna be good to see Spiro after having him on the show. I'm telling you, dude calls a tight game. That is the one thing that you are going to notice if you watch it on. If you watch the game on CBS, Spiro is going to give you a tight game. I guarantee it. All right, out at practice today, um, Washington making a few cuts. Nobody of note that you are going to care about. That coming on the heels yesterday, however, of Stephen Sims Jr. Uh, being let go. Although we kind of have the feeling that that was going to happen Uh, after a really, really subpar season last year. You kind of saw the writing on the wall Um, between drafting De'Ambi Brown, picking up a couple of guys in free agency. It was just, uh, it, it became, it became kind of a numbers game for Sims. And the fact that he struggled last year as a return guy and you've got Danny Johnson a backup cornerback who is doing a fairly decent job of that in the punting game and Jarrett Patterson that is doing it in the kickoff game. And believe me, I'm sure they would love for Patterson to kind of transition into that punt return role as well. There just really wasn't a a whole lot of room for Sims on the roster. In fact, there was no room for Sims on the roster. So if you want to look at what the wide receiver room looks like, it will look like at the beginning of the season week one at least here is the best guess unless I miscounted you've got you've got nine wide receivers in camp right now so the question is how many are they going to keep on the roster I think locks for the roster right now are Terry McLaurin obviously Curtis Samuels obviously Adam Humphreys De'Ami Brown, Cam Sims, and then it gets a little bit interesting. So that's five right there. Do they keep six or they keep seven? The other four that you've got are Antonio Gandy, Golden, Dax Milne, Isaiah Wright, and DeAndre Carter. Uh, I think I, I think they keep six. So McLaurin, Samuels, Humphreys, De'Ami Brown, Cam Sims, and then you know, I think Dax Milne. Is the next guy in? I think they're liking what he's seen. Although it, it would not surprise me to see them uh, keep, say, DeAndre Carter and see if they could get two or three of those other guys uh, to the practice squad. Milne, for sure, they could probably get to the practice squad. But, you know, again, do you look around the league and are people, you know, are people interested in them? Have they, you know, are they hearing scuttlebutt that? If they try to, you know, that some of these guys aren't going to clear waivers. It's 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 very it'll be very interesting to see what happens. But I I think if they only keep six, um, I think it could be Milny. He's looked really really good. But we'll find that out uh, in a couple of weeks. Cut down day, final cut down day, August thirty first. Let's do do it a little bit differently today. Let's uh, start with the quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, at the podium today. Of course, we're going to hit him with the big, hard, tough questions first, in case you missed it. Fitzmagic was out there with uh, a new haircut today. So, you know, when it comes to Ryan Fitzpatrick, facial hair, hair on the top of your head, it is always a topic of conversation when we see something different.
3: Uh, it was time. It, it uh, that was about as long as it's been, so um, it was getting a little bit annoying under the helmet.
2: I can understand that. Actually, if you've seen the photo, I really can't. Jealous, most definitely. By the way, here's something that Ryan Fitzpatrick would doesn't know, but um, you know, when you don't have here, when you're as bald as I am, you would be amazed at how much uh, you sweat on the top of your head. It's it's awful. It's dripping down and ugh. All right, uh, back to Fitzmagic though. Uh, we we also asked him today uh, uh, the question everybody is wondering and that is the performance of the first team offense. Moving the ball, yes, but not getting into the red zone yet. But he says at this point he's really not that concerned.
3: I mean, I I don't really good or bad, don't really put too much stock into it, you know, part of it. When we get when we get into the season, you know, we're going to rely more on certain playmakers we're going to have certain schemes uh there's just different things that we'll do so it'd be nice to be able to do some of that stuff in the preseason but i don't i don't think it's that big of a deal right now
2: probably he's probably right in that especially when you've got a veteran quarterback like he is i think that it will it's certainly what we've seen this preseason is better than and we talked about this before Pre-seasons past. I mean, you go back to uh, some of the Mike Shanahan teams, the Jim Zorn teams, um, even some of the Joe Gibbs offenses, uh, things were really, really bad uh, off- offensive-wise um, in, in the first half of preseason games, and it didn't get any better. One thing that will make it better for Fitzmagic Magic and the rest of the offense is getting Curtis Samuel back on the field. And Fitz talked about his progress today.
3: With Curtis, you know, when he's ready to ramp up and go, uh, you know, he, he will be. But right now, it, it's to me, it's great work. Whoever's out there, because uh, it's not going to happen. You're not going to go the whole year without having injuries or guys, you know, whether they get banged up on a play or they're out for a few games or somebody gets put in a key situation and has to make a play, i got to be able to trust those guys. So, um, you know, when he's out here, it's great. When he's not... I just feel like that's a great opportunity for me to get to know the other guys better.
2: That's what you get with a veteran quarterback. A veteran quarterbacks going to look at it as the glass is half full and he's going to take advantage of that. Having said that, you know, he he expounded on that a little bit uh, in the next couple of minutes saying that you know, well, obviously you want Curtis Samuel out there. You you have to have Curtis Samuel out there, but not having him out there lets Fitzpatrick get to know a lot of his other teammates especially the ones in the wide receivers room maybe a little bit better than if Samuel was in there getting those snaps
3: yeah I mean it's something I've I've had to do a lot like you touched on and part of it is just getting to know guys on a personal level and, and you know last year was very difficult with COVID and the restrictions and the virtual meetings and not being able to have that face-to-face interaction. And this year, as we've gone on, there's there's still some stuff there that makes that difficult, but uh, it's it's gotten better. And so some of that is now a little bit easier than it was last year. And being able to have the face-to-face interactions, not necessarily always making it about football, but just sitting down and being guys and talking, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I just feel like that translates so well to being a teammate and being in the huddle together and being on the field. So, um, and a, and a, lot of that isn't, it's not forced. I don't really try to make a point to do it. It's just kind of, you know, who I am and, and just normal.
2: i tell you what, it's going to be an interesting year with Fitz. And I think I mean
3: that in a good
2: way. Uh, there's not really going to be any drama surrounding him. There may be a lot of interceptions at certain points in time, but you know, there's no doublespeak there. We're not having to parse his words like we have had to with some quarterbacks recently. Um, we're not having to worry about whether physically he'll be able to hold up. It's a very interesting dynamic that's setting up at FedEx Field this year. Be interesting, really interesting to see how it plays out. Now, before we get to Chase Young. Uh, who had some really great comments about uh, Jarrett Patterson, whom, of course, he's known since middle school. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but the Adam Schefter report uh, about a day and a half ago on Dak Prescott, uh, his shoulder apparently is a little bit more serious than we were originally led to believe by the Cowboys. Go figure. Adam Schefter reporting uh, yesterday that uh, his shoulder injury that has him out of the preseason completely may not, um, may not be healed at all this season. So this is from NBC Sports. During halftime of Friday night's Chiefs-Cardinals game on ESPN, Adam Schefter made a comment that felt initially like a throwaway line, but based on the words he used, seemed significant after playing it back a couple of times. Regarding Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott and his lingering absence due to a shoulder strain, Schefter said he's not fully back. He may not be back all season long. Now Chris Sims went on to say that Prescott's throwing motion looks different possibly because he's overcompensating with his arm for a back foot that's reluctant to plant consciously or not as aggressively as he did before suffering the broken ankle. Now for his part Jerry Jones tried to knock all that down today uh coach oh good old coach jerry saying that he that prescott is quote he is there he said i wouldn't be nervous this morning as to where he is in his recovery he's there and he told that to 105.3 the fan in dallas he said i'd like to have him for this week of practice just to get ready to play tampa but of course we've got two and a half weeks but the bottom line is he's there in fact you know why why have me imitate jerry jones let's Let's see if we can get uh, that sound bite uh, that sound clip there with uh, with the coach.
0: I wouldn't be nervous this morning as to where he is in his recovery. He's there. Uh, and uh, uh, I'd, I'd like for him to have this week of practice just to uh, uh, get ready to play Tampa. But, of course, we've got what uh, two and a half weeks or two weeks. But uh, the bottom line is he's there. And uh, – uh, everything that we're doing to uh, uh, mitigate uh, any uh, uh, needless as far as uh, what it gains us, everything we can do to uh, be extra uh, careful about uh, uh, any uh, issues he has are uh, just not worth the gain out here at practice to uh, not give him the rest. And God,
2: I j- can't you just see him? You know he wants to be on the field call in place, don't you? God bless him. All right, let's get to Chase Young. Uh, one of the things obviously we wanted to ask him about today was you know, the great performance that Jared Patterson had last last Friday night because Patterson, they've known each other since middle school and we we asked him about it. Chase said, hey, he knew I, I, he said i hey, I knew all along that this guy was gonna be great. You guys just, you guys were the ones that were late to the party.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've known Jerry since eighth grade. Um, so I, I know, you know, what type of work he is, type of person he is. Um, and all I knew is that uh, he was a dude who, you know, coaches were, gonna be account on, were going to be able to count on, uh, you know, no off the field issues, showing up on time, and just going to come to work every day. And uh, I feel like he's been showing that. I feel like uh, he's been proving that. So, you know, I just tell everybody, you know, are you seeing some of y'all just seeing stuff that I already already know, you know? When he's cooking dudes, shaking dudes, I already knew that was going to happen. Um, you know, you see they did at Buffalo. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for Big Jared.
1: Say, so he had an eight touchdown game. He did all this at Buffalo. Why do you think people keep like undervaluing him or counting him out?
4: Yeah, you know, he went to uh, you know Buffalo. That's the Mac. You know, that don't help. Um, you know, he's smaller size back. That don't help either. But um, you know, shoot. I'm glad ain't nobody picking. We got him. So, you know, everything happens for a reason.
2: Also, we asked Chase today, if you watched the whole game, you saw him doing a little trash talking there against the Bengals last week, which you got to love because the one thing about Chase Young, he is involved in the game from the time it starts until the last play. Doesn't matter if it's preseason or whatever. So, we asked him exactly, you know, well, what was that all about there, Chase?
4: Uh, you know, it was just talking, you know, part of the game. Um, Still staying in the game, got the young guys out there, um, you know, for the rest of the game. So, you know, I just try to stay in the game as much as possible. And, uh, you know, I didn't even say nothing to the dude first. He said something to me. So, you know, I just had to give him a little something back. All right.
2: Thanks, Chase. I got to say, I am, I don't consider myself the sharpest knife in the drawer, but If I were a player on another team, especially a a rookie, undrafted free agent, whatever the case may be, try to make the team, one of the things I would not do is get into a shouting match with Chase Young. It does remind me of a story I I heard back in college um, of a friend of mine. Wasn't a good friend, but uh, one of the the, uh, offensive tackles uh, on the football team ran in our social circles and and whatnot, and after he graduated, he got a tryout with the Saints as an undrafted free agent. Didn't make the team, but he said of his preseason experience, he said one of the mistakes that he made was in trying to get noticed by the coaching staff picking a fight with Howie Long, he said that did not end well for him. Probably be the same kind of thing with Chase, who, by the way, just looks like a completely different guy off the field this year. I mean, the way he handles himself in interviews, not that he was bad last year at all, he wasn't, but he's a lot more confident, a lot more comfortable up there. Uh, I I think it's an indication that he's just going to have a monster year this year, both him and Montez Sweat. All right, Mick and the clock on the wall say we got to get out of here. Again, uh, you can get us anywhere that fine podcasts are sold. Our thanks to all the folks at Amaze Labs, the Pigskin Podcast Network, where you're going to get this now every day from now on, and the good folks at DraftKings. For helping us as well. Talk to you again tomorrow. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white.